Hi, I'm Melissa. And I'm Amber. And you're listening to the AM Podcast. So we have a lot to talk about today. We're going to talk about, um, we're going to start off with our K-pop picks of the weeks. We have some trending news and then we're going to get into some album reviews. So starting with our K-pop pick of the week, Amber, what's your pick? Well, my pick of the week is Stupid Love Song by Akamuse. So we're going to play a little clip for you guys. Okay, so this is like a new song by them, and it came across like, I don't know, like the new song playlist that Apple has on their phone. So I just kind of really, really liked it a lot, and then I saw the music video, which made me like it anymore, because it was like kind of cartoony animation kind of thing. So I loved it, and I really loved the lyrics. So yeah, that's that's my pick of the week. Melissa with Shorts. So my pick of the week is Si Fueras Mia by Dio from EXO. And we're going to play a little bit of the song for you guys. Okay, so... I really liked this song. Um, Dio's album is actually going to be one of the um, album reviews that we're going to do today. But yeah, out of I've been listening to this song like nonstop. It's just such a beautiful song. And I don't know, it's just really soothing. And I just really liked it. And it's a song that I've just had on repeat um, this past week. So yeah, I mean, I don't have too much to say about it. But yeah. Okay, so now we're going to jump into um, our next topic, which is trending news. And so the one um, news item that has been trending is Simone Biles, who's a member, who's a gymnast on Team USA for the Olympics, has been withdrawing from a number of the Olympic events due to um, mental health issues. So basically... And in essence, she had what gymnasts call the twisties, which is not being able to find the mat when you're in the air doing like the twists. Um, And so basically what she was saying was that she was losing the connection between her mind and her body. So, yeah, this was definitely shocking news for especially for I don't know about the rest of the world, but I think for us, like, in the U.S., it was shocking because I feel like we put her up on a pedestal. But anyways, Amber, what, what are your thoughts about this? Um, I agree. We do put her on a pedestal. Maybe she was feeling the pressure. I think that was I think that's part of what she said. But I do love that she felt comfortable enough to, like, step down from the competitions and the fact that she was able to do so. I think not only did that show, like, how how good of an athlete she is in terms of like knowing what she can do in the state that she was but also having confidence in the rest of her team that she doesn't have anything to worry about if she steps down um 
I don't know. I guess I just had like a notion in my head that maybe sometimes like when you have someone on a team that's like really good, you might feel like, oh, maybe I don't have to practice as hard or, oh, they got this. I have nothing Mm. to worry about. But to to know that like the other gymnasts on they're called gymnasts, right? I think so. Okay, all the the other gymnasts on her team were able to step up and back her up um, when needed. And even I think one of them won gold or silver in a few of the Olympic events, which I think is awesome. Um, So, yeah, and I love. I guess this also shows that, you know, Team USA, I don't know if I'm being biased because like, we're from the USA, but I feel like, I think it's cool that, you know, they had a great, well-rounded, talented team to like jump in and pick up where needed, like I mentioned before. And um, yeah, I think, yeah, I think that's what's important. I love the fact that she wasn't afraid to say like, yeah, it was due to to my mental it had nothing to do with my physical being or anything but I think I also heard that if she continued in the state that she was it was possible that she could really really hurt herself if she kept going so um yeah I'm just happy that we're finally in a space where like people take into consideration their mental health and not just the person themselves but like coaches and just the nation in general um is able to like kind of be okay with it I mean I know some people were talking trash about like oh she's weak oh she's she's this blah 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 but at the same time it's just like you guys shut up (laughs) oh yeah (laughs) like be quiet um you want the girl to hurt herself like if she kept competing it's possible that she would have made like all these mistakes and then you would have been mad at her either way so I think I don't know I think that just shows her sportsmanship and everything for being able to have the um, courage or strength to step down, especially with like all the pressure that everybody's like, you know, she's, she's the goat. So yeah. What did you think? Melissa? Um, yeah. And I agree with everything you just said. Like, I think I was thinking um, self-awareness mm-hmm. is, is what is, is what it sounded like you were also saying that like, she has the self-awareness to like, to know, like she should, she's the only one who knows her body the way the the best, you know. And so I feel like, and I'm glad she had the the confidence to be like, you know, forget what everyone else says. Like I know my body, I know what I can handle, I know my limits. I mean, she, I mean, she's had like multiple moves like named after her, mm-hmm. and so she knows. I feel like, I feel like she knows, you know, when her body can be pushed to a limit or pushed to a certain what, you know, I don't know extent I guess and for her to realize that you know I'm not really in the right mind space right now I'm not like I'm not on my on my a game I guess for her to recognize that and take the necessary steps to do what she feels as though she needs to do I think that's very um I don't know. It's cool of her. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know but I also, but I'm also glad that, like you said, like other people. I feel like mental health and is something that is being more widely, like, not. I don't know if accepted is the right word, but really, like, like, like it's it's like recognized. Yeah, recognized. I guess is that what you had said? You may have said recognized. I can't recall, but. But yes, but that it's more recognized not just by like the the athlete themselves, but by the coaches and by, um, 
I guess the people in charge because I'm also thinking of like um, Naomi Osaka Naomi Mm -hmm. Osaka when she withdrew from uh, was it Wimbledon I think or something I feel like it was Wimbledon or I mean I've been Wimbledon I don't know I don't know I don't really follow tennis like that but she's a tennis player who she also withdrew from like a really major sports event um, because of her she had mental health she was saying she had mental health issues as well like basically she was she was having like I don't know exactly what she what was going on with her necessarily mm-hmm. but I know that she um was um like she um she didn't want to talk to the press after her games essentially that she just wanted to go there do her job and go home because she didn't feel as though she was mentally at a place where she could do all these interviews and whatever but because you know she I think in certain athletes and I feel like in, this may be something that's common in the sports world but like I guess after her game or something they're it's like in their contract to talk to the press mm. um, and so there was like a big thing about her being fined for not talking to the press and if and I think they and I think they like I don't think they threatened her, but <laughs> they. But I guess they were just saying that you know if you don't talk to the press, you know you're not going to be able to do whatever. Anyways, the point is she dropped out because of her, because she was having this going through the same thing. She was having mental health things going on, um, and I don't know. I guess I'm just really proud of this younger generation in general of athletes, also specifically, I guess because both of those these young women are like at the were at the top of their game in their fields or at the top of their fields I guess and the fact that they're being vocal about you know like I'm not physically or mentally able to do certain things is very like I guess inspiring and it reminds people that they're human because I feel like that especially with Simone because we're talking about Simone specifically mm-hmm. but I feel like with Simone like especially here and he's, you, I mean, she's she's an amazing like gymnast. She's an amazing like athlete. But I feel like some people like they forget that she's human. Like she goes through things just like we go through things. Like she's still like, I don't know. I mean, she's a she she's a normal. <laughs> she's still a yeah. normal person. And she's young. Yeah. Sorry that that was my only ad was that she was young. Oh. um but yeah i think she's like i think they said she's like i was looking when i was looking at articles i think they said she's like 24 Mm -hmm. so yeah she's young and so is naomi and so like there's and i guess that's what i I was saying this generation because i feel like back in the day that's why you have some athletes that are like older now and they have like so many issues Mm -hmm. because they force themselves to keep going when they knew that they should have stopped but whether it was a coach or somebody else there was always like I feel like there had to have been like some sort of external force or something to say to tell them you know oh you can make it through or whatever Mm -hmm. and I look at them like I guess I'm thinking like all these football players like maybe that's a separate issue but I mean like I feel like I feel like some older people that are going through things now that are like former athletes would not be going through some of the things that they're going through if they had taken the time to recover back when they were in their prime yeah but yeah but now I feel like now I mean okay hold on 
that's not what I'm saying. I want to say I feel like back then, not now. Back then, I feel like even showing any like mental uncomfort yeah. was viewed as bad. And I feel like often we didn't see like athletes or celebrities, just anyone, anyone that I guess you could say is like popular or whatever. Um, you didn't see them have those kind of issues until it was too late and mm-hmm. you start to see them have like an actual breakdown. I don't know, in my mind, I'm thinking about Britney Spears because oh. like, because <laughs> like I wasn't thinking, like you wouldn't know something was wrong with her until that moment someone was like, oh, she's shaving her head. Like, you know, and to me, when I thought I was like, oh, what? I was like, what happened to Britney? You know? <laughs> so, but now yeah. like with Simone and Naomi, with them, they're just able to, you know, catch it right away and are free enough, like you were saying, to say, like, oh, hey, I'm having a problem. Give me a second. And, yeah, I mean, we've seen that here. We've, I mean, we even talked about it when we were discussing, like, K-pop. Like, now they're able to do that as well. So, yeah, I'm just happy. And I hope that, you know, she can, uh, she bounces back from that and comes back stronger yeah, later on hope so too and with that being said i think this will close us out of this portion of this of the this episode um thank you Amber, for the great um closing statement um okay so next section we're going to move into is um album reviews and also new releases we're going to start off with new releases and so Okay, so the first new release that came out, well, there's only one new release we're talking about. So the new release that came out that we're going to be talking about is BTS released a Permission to Dance R&B remix. So for me, I feel like this should have been the official Permission to Dance song because it was just really good. I mean, it was smoother. Although, honestly, I feel like maybe the original with the concept and the lyrics that they think that I think that they were going for maybe the original was fine but I guess this one I just liked better um but it also could be because I tend to gravitate towards R&B type songs anyways because that's just the type of music that I prefer um so but anyways I really like this song the only issue I had with it and it's the same issue that I have with all of their remixes is especially like lately is that it's not actually a remix. It's just the same song with a different beat. Although I do feel like I have to, I have to listen to it again, but I feel like there was like a few like little ad libs that may not have been in the original unless they were in the original, but it was just covered up by that poppy beat. So I don't know, but I don't know. Cause I feel like it was the same thing with, I don't, think that we had talked about the eight different remixes they had for dynamite no <laughs> but, so. okay oh wait i think we did we might have i can't remember <laughs> i can't recall either but anyways it was the same issue that, like even with those it was just, it was basically dynamite seven different ways seven different beats but the same exact like song and so I just wish I just miss when they had like actual remixes, like when the song like actually sounded different, um, like back in the day. The only the one that keeps coming to mind is the one the Run Ballad remix. Like that mm-hmm. one was so good. Um, and even um, Spring was it Spring Day? It wasn't really a remix, but they had like a a regular version, and they had like the 
Brit rock version mm. and the one that I like the one that I listened to was the Brit rock version I don't know why they call it Brit it's just it, why didn't they just call it British anyways okay but yeah those are the two that like I feel like those were actually like different songs when you compare them to the originals and that's what I don't like about these remixes that they're putting out but that's what I have to say I really like this R&B remix one we normally don't talk about remixes but this one we have to talk about Amber about you I was sure you were doing um, I agree with everything. Um, I did appreciate how back <laughs> back in the day, I guess, uh, they did do actual remixes. Um, because it, it feels like they actually put effort in it. I don't know. With the dynamite one and this one, you can tell they literally just took the vocals and copy and pasted it over a new one. I don't know if they like edited the vocals to like kind of slow it down or speed them up or whatever had to be done. But you could tell it was just like the same thing, um, kind of like you were mentioning. Um, I think a good example of like how how someone could have like mixed it, made it better. It's not this song, Permission to Dance, but Butter, like that girl that did the whole remix and she changed it up like legit kind of. I like mm-hmm. that. Like it was still recognizable that it was that song, but it was a little different. It was a little something, something different. But um, I definitely would have liked Per this permission to dance um remix to be the official version like you said because i don't know i still i would have liked it more and it would have made me a little more open to the song but i just because the sound of it changed still doesn't mean that i like the lyrics i still don't think the lyrics are strong but um it's it's easier on my ears and so i really appreciated that because when i heard it, i was like oh okay i could I could get into this song a little bit. I could listen to this. So, yeah. And I wonder if they're going to, like... I wonder whenever they get to go back on tour, if they're going to do the remix version or the regular version. I really, I mean, they're probably going to do the regular version, but I really hope they do the remix version because I feel like they don't do that often on tour. So, that would be great. So, yeah. That's all I had to say about um, PTD. PTD. Um, what was I going to say? I was going to say... They have performed the remix versions on like in like live performances, not on tour. I don't remember them ever performing. Well, am I lying? No, I've seen so. Okay, so they have performed live the the remix versions of certain songs on like as live performances, but I don't think they have on tour. So that would be interesting because I remember they did the tropical version of Dynamite on some daytime show. Mm-hmm. Um, they did the rock. Oh, I wish I really wish they had released what was it the trap version or whatever that they did of um Dionysus. I really wish yeah. they had released that as like a thing because I don't think they did, but they did perform it sort of differently. At um, I think it was that was the the Map of the Soul one concert or on E concert. I think that's how you say it. The one like last year, like yeah, October. Yeah, yeah. That was, was it October? And I wish they released the other version of um, "Boy with Love." Oh, the umbrella one. Yeah, I wish they released that version too. Oh, that would have been yeah. That was a good one. Mm-hmm. And I know they did. So, anyways, they, they <laughs> I can go on, but they but they so they have performed different versions, but never on tour. 
Um, so that would be interesting. I hope they perform the Permission to Dance R&B one live somewhere, even if it isn't like on tour. If they do like another live performance or something, like maybe maybe when they do um their holiday or like whatever those concerts, you know those the the rotation of the end of year performances that they normally do, maybe they'll do it there. But I will say that it's funny because I was like, you could not, you would not have caught me singing permission to dance like at all. But now since the RB remixes came out, I'll be like, I'll be like randomly just being like, you know, I don't need permission to dance. And I'm like, where is this coming from? Because I never like, I never like would sing that like on my own. Mm-hmm. So I agree that the lyrics still aren't like good, but it is easier to listen to. All right, so now we're actually going to go into the album reviews, and we have two album reviews that we're going to do. The first one, um, one of our favorite artists, the DPR Live, came out with his EP called Aight Cool. Aight Cool? Um, anyway, so we're going to go into our favorite songs, and then we're going to go through um, our thoughts about the music videos that were released, and then our overall thoughts. So our favorite songs... I so okay uh, maybe that's kind of weird but I really like I liked Venus I don't know I just like the fact that it opened up with this like sex song like this song about sex but it was like classy mm-hmm. like, it wasn't like um it wasn't very um what's the word not dirty but there's a word I think I can't I don't know why I can't think of words right now um but I just like that it was like an album opener and he's like talking about having sex or, or a sex situation, but it was like, it wasn't like foul. Maybe that's the word I'm looking for, mm-hmm. like foul, foul mouthed or whatever. It's like old woman. But I just felt like it definitely like set the mood because it was just like a random, like kind of fun, chill. Like I could like, I don't know. Like I feel like when you started this album with a song like that, like you don't I don't you don't think it's gonna be like something like super serious yeah and so I just thought it was a really great way to kick off like a summer album or a summer project so (laughs) I guess that's why it was one of my favorite songs but because it was just so unexpected and then my other favorite song that I that I liked from this EP was Yellow Cab so I liked all of the songs but um I'll but I feel like I don't know if I would listen to them or you know what no not that I wouldn't listen to them I feel like I would have to like unless I listen to them on repeat I would like them more like with Yellow Cap I don't think I it really stood out to me as a song that was like a really great song that I enjoy and would listen to over and over. But I think watching the music video a few times and listening to it like just like on shuffle a few times, it made me really like the song. And I feel like that's how I'm gonna be for the a lot of the songs on this EP because that's how I actually that's how like a lot of the, some of the songs of his past songs I didn't really enjoy them. Until I started listening to them over and over. And I was like, you know what? I really like this song. So, I don't know. Yellow Cab was that song for me. And the more I listened to it, the more I actually really liked it. And I liked... But, okay. So, the main characteristics of why I liked it. 
um I thought it was very like it's very bouncy mm-hmm. and it also reminded me like I was trying I was trying to picture I was trying to understand like what it was about the song that felt familiar and I feel like it reminds me of like I don't know and I don't know if it's weird to like compare them like I, I normally I don't like comparing um but it really is this it really reminds me of like early no doubt and so it reminded me of like that that 1990s like I guess no doubt is was from they're from California so I guess that's why I was like it reminds me of like very percussive like 90s like Californian music because it reminded me of like really early no doubt the way that the percussion just like like I don't know I don't know I don't know why I just tried to I don't know why I just tried to mimic the song but um I can't mimic it but it's like that's what it reminded me of like it just reminded me of like very like kind of fun early 90s pop I don't really know if there were like more like alternative punk is that a genre I don't know but that's what it, that's what it reminded me of and for what were your favorite songs oh um, I agree with you with Yellow Cow because when I was listening to it, I was like, this reminds me of like that old school alternative like music. Even the we have to talk about the video, but even the video gave me those vibes. So yeah, I agree with you with Yellow Cow on that one. But my favorite song was um Hula Hoops. Um, I just love the beat and it was just a fun song. Um, it was you know you could groove to it or whatever. Um. I will say I feel like DPR Alive was really good at picking his collabs because I love Hwasa's part. Um, it really added like a different vibe to the song because it kind of slowed it down slightly, but not in like a bad way where you just kind of like lost the momentum, but it, it was just like an ad. And so I really like that. And I feel like Hwasa really fits his vibe when it comes to his music style and even the vibe of this whole EP. So I really loved it. And I also like Benzino's um, rap and it was really good. And I like the way he, he I guess his flow um, <laughs> for this, uh, for his verse in this. And yeah, so that was like my favorite one. I mean, he, I don't know. I liked all the songs, but to me, like the songs all had a different vibe but this one to me was the most like summer have fun mm-hmm. kind of song so I don't know if it was the beat because it wasn't the lyrics some of the lyrics were like eh, they were kind of simple uh, not bad but they were just simple um so yeah I just really liked this song so that was my favorite one so that's all I'd say yeah everyone so I'm just gonna add um I really like Twasa because I don't know if I necessarily like because I would have considered Hulu as one of my favorite songs, but I really did love that. But when Twasa came in, um, she really like helped elevate the song because um, I feel like his like it went like like very poppy summer vibe to like smooth and kind of sensual, kind of yeah summer vibe. So I just wanted to say that I really liked her part. Um, um and also apparently um how you say his name benzino benzino if i say his name that's how i'm saying it (laughs) oh um i liked his part when he called out i think she's actually his fiance now maybe i feel like i had heard that he had recently proposed to her um there's a line where he's where i think her name is stephanie um 
I, he called her out in one of the lyrics, and I think, and so I was gonna say his girlfriend. I thought it was that he called out his girlfriend and his <laughs> as part of the song, but I'm pretty sure that he had recently proposed to her. Um, but yeah, so that was cute. Anyway, <laughs> that's all I was gonna say. <laughs> um, okay, well, now we're gonna move into the music videos, and he released two music videos, um, <laughs> for Hula Hoops and for Yellow Cab. So, Amber, what were your thoughts about Yellow Cab? So, for Yellow Cab, I would say this video has a weirdly cool and intriguing storyline. Um, I think it's, I don't know, sometimes his videos are, like, out there. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, I thought, it, I think her, the, the girl's outfit, um, I'm guessing she's candy. Uh, I thought it was weird that they had like the little plastic food gloves on her the whole time. And um, yeah, so I thought that was like, what? Okay. Um, But I think it was still like a cute, a cute little like video because it it had like a story. You you weren't like fully confused, but you were confused, but like you were confused in a good way. So (laughs) yeah. And um, because of that, it left me with many questions. But um, yes, wait, I I guess one question I really need to know is like, did he die at the end? Are you, is that a rhetorical question? Are you asking me? I'm really asking. (laughs) Oh, I don't know, because I had the same question. See, I think I rewinded it a couple times because I was confused at the end because I think it like went gray, not gray, it went black or something. And like in the whole nosebleed, his nose was bleeding for like the latter, like the, the last like half of it. Okay, I guess to answer your question, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> but I felt like someone had died because I think mm-hmm. there, at one point there was an expression on his face that made me think that something bad was going to happen, which is why I kept like rewinding it. But I don't really know. I was okay. just kind of, I was confused. Was that your only question? Or did you yeah. have another question? That's the, that's the only one that was like, oh. pressing that I really needed to know <laughs> oh. <laughs> to be died or not. Well, I don't know. Oh, okay. I mean, I agree with you that like I feel like lately which I think is good that Mm -hmm. they are just DPR in general are like exploring like different types of like artistry Mm -hmm. but I just wish I understood (laughs) the art yeah a lot of the time because it's like I like the music you know I'm vibing with the music but I don't really get like what the concept is mm-hmm. and like what story this what the story is that they're trying to tell um I don't know but I mean it's good for them as like artists yeah you know in this industry that they're trying to continually like trying to evolve and you know and not just doing the same thing over and over I just wish that I was like caught up with them. Yeah. <laughs> so I could also evolve as a listener. <laughs> I don't know. But, you know, I thought it had really good like color grading and I like, thought the color choices were really nice. It really makes like it felt like you were like kind of watching like a foreign film movie mm-hmm. or something. Um, there's this one I haven't I haven't I've never watched the whole thing but it reminded me of this um this French film that I've seen sort of on Netflix Emile is that how you say your name Emile 
anyways it reminded me of that of that movie like the way that the the colors and everything so it gave me like a vintagey kind of look so i thought that was so i thought that was really nice um my whole question my question was who was candy because i, I didn't know if candy was the girl but who but like what did she i guess my question not really like i guess candy was the girl but i was just trying to figure out what candy represented like did she represent a girl and why did he name her candy did he name her candy because she was like a temptation I don't know. I have no clue because they were arguing over a burger, and she got upset that he ate the burger. There was no. I don't think the only candy that they had in the whole thing was a lollipop that they both kissed on each side. <laughs> like I don't know. I'm confused. Can someone help us out? Like, let us know, please, please. DPR, if you're listening, help us out. And you know what's funny? I was gonna listen to it. I think like right, right before we started recording. I was um I saw that he did like an interview. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it was like an interview interview or if it's like one of those like you know how like when they do it like sorry not they but like you know when artists do interviews with magazines and it's like oh like like games or like speed yeah. questions or whatever. So I don't know if it was like that. But anyways, it looked like he was going to talk about like more about the album. But I didn't get a chance to look at it. So maybe there is like more of an explanation about the concept of this album out there somewhere. But mm-hmm. just looking at the music video, like without really understanding what it actually is about. I was a little confused, but I liked like the, the, the cinematography that went on. <laughs> um, Yeah. That's all I was gonna say. So the other music video was Hula Hoops. Amber, what were your thoughts about Hula Hoops? Um, I think Hula Hoop, Hula Hoops. Uh, it was. I don't know why I said it twice, but okay. Uh, it was so colorful and fun, just like the song. Um, so basically, it just really mimicked. I don't know. I feel like it ha- I feel like the video and the song had great like synergy or whatever. Um, I love that the video was shot through like a circle, taking in like the literal term of like a hula hoop because it's like a hoop. So, <laughs> so it kind of took it to the next level. Um, I love the outfits that they wore and the choreography was really good for it too. It made you also want to start dancing with them. And um, I think it was like the one of the end scenes um they all were just dancing and having fun which also went along with like the summer vibes of the song and yeah so that's that's all i had to say about the the music video for um hula hoops um yeah i really i agree with you about the synergy i didn't think about that but it's true because i feel like i feel like some artists um this music video doesn't quite match what you thought it was going to like based on the song like like if you heard the song first like the music video doesn't quite match what you thought the how you thought it was gonna look but yeah and <laughs> but with these with both of these I feel like it kind of matches both of them match the the songs I think because both of them are like kind of summery like they're not like super dark music videos necessarily mm-hmm. at least not in like I don't know Yellow Cab might be dark I'm not sure <laughs> but um but in terms of, like the colors and like the overall themes or feelings of the music videos I agree with the synergy I didn't think about that mm-hmm. um but yeah it was a lot of fun I also like the fact that it was shot through the circle like lens or you know i don't know 
yeah through the circle um and yeah, i don't think i had too much to say about it it just felt very summery it felt very fun okay so our overall thoughts um so my overall thoughts like i just feel like this whole album is just a mood like it's just a very like groovy summery fun mood and um and i and i did want to say i i really like one of the i guess this is like one of the reasons why i like dpr live so much is that he's a very experimental artist mm-hmm. like every project this is like i think this is his third project that has that he's come out with like officially i don't know if he's had like any thing because i but anyways i don't know out of the ones that i know of this is his third project and it sounds completely different to the other two and i just love how like with every album um or project or because some of them are eps but it sounds very different to the last one in a good way like sometimes some artists will put out things and we're like, eh, they could have kept that in the in the drafts. You yeah. Know? <laughs> but, <laughs> but each but each of the ones that all of the ones that he's put out, they're all they there's I just I don't know. I just really I like them all. Like they're all different, but it's all like but all of the projects themselves are like very cohesive. And that's one one thing that I like about this album. Like all of the songs are, I feel like they're kind of similar in terms of, again, I guess I don't have my time to set summer this whole in this whole segment, but or maybe I've said it a lot. I don't know, but it all all of them have a very summery like feel, mm-hmm. but they're all also like kind of. I don't know how to say it because I don't want to say that they're similar in terms of like the feel. And like the sounds to me are a bit similar, but they're also different from one another. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Okay, what were your thoughts? Um, I agree. It's very summery, um, groovy, using your word. Um, so yeah, um, I'm happy that he put this out for summer because I feel like. Re- I don't know if it was, like, even last year or this year or whatever, but I feel like mainly this summer so far, like, we're missing all the summer hits that artists normally put out. Like, there are, don't get me wrong, there are a few out here, but I feel like most of them are, like, slow or R&B or, like, kind of sad. So, like, (laughs) I'm happy to have, like, this album that's kind of just fun and carefree. Um there yeah so yeah because in the past i don't know maybe it's due to covid because like before maybe it's like pre-covid there was always like this fun summer songs that were out there and now there's not so yeah um but overall i really love the album like you said it's different like they're all the same but they're all different so it doesn't feel like i'm listening to the same song throughout the whole thing which is also what i love about dpr is that he knows he knows how to keep with the theme with Mm -hmm. while also at the same time creating a different sound with each song and so yeah i don't know i've always loved dpr i mean we did a whole like episode on dpr so if you guys want to listen to that 
you know, go do that. But um, yeah, so I, yeah, I don't know. I love him. I can't wait to go see him in concert because I hope he comes back. So yeah, I mean, I appreciate this album for the summer. And yeah, so that's all I had to say. Okay. Moving on to the next album review, um, we have Dio who released his first mini album titled Empathy. Um, so Amber, what were your favorite songs on this album? So I would just like to say I loved all the songs on this album. So it was hard for me to choose one, but I did it. I chose one because I could have talked about like every single song on this album. Um, but yeah, I think so. The one song that I chose was I'm Gonna Love You. Um, I love the way it sounds, but the lyrics the lyrics go with it too. And it's just really strong lyrics for me. Um, the But basically, like, you know, the song talks about how easy, simple, and natural it is to love the person um, that Dio and I don't know how you say his name. Is it Wanstein? That's how I would have said it. Okay. Because, you know, sometimes they can be pronounced differently. But the person that they're talking about, like, they just say just how easy it is to love that person. And so I think mm. it's a simple song, but it's also, like, really good. And Dio's vocals are, like, bomb. So, yeah, I just really love this song. I mean, I loved all of the songs, but I think this one I love more than the others. But I still loved all the others. So, yeah, it was just really hard. But um, Melissa, what were your favorite songs? So I had a couple favorite songs. One of them was Si Fueras Mia. I really liked this song, which was also my pick of the week. Um, I just think it's a really, I just think it's really beautiful. And although I'm not a Spanish speaker by any means, I thought his pronunciation sounded really good. And when I did, I watched one channel that with no, a couple channels with native Spanish speakers, and they also said his pronunciation was really good. I mean, like just listening to, listening to like like listening to it, like not knowing like Spanish really, it sounded like he knew what he was saying. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I just thought it was really beautiful, and his vocals are just you know amazing. I mean, it's Dio, so I mean. So Spanish plus Dio's voice, it's like, I don't know. It was just top tier for me. Um, and then the other song that I really liked was Dad. And the reason why I picked this as my favorite songs or one of my favorite songs is because I feel like it's really, really rare. I looked this up because I was like, you know, how many artists have actually talked about like their dad in like a loving way in a song? And not that many. It's mostly... I Google this. It's mostly country music artists who do songs about their fathers. And then even then, it was mostly about like... Okay, I'm going off on a tangent. So I'm not even going to go there. Okay, no, I'll just go there. So, because I already started. But basically, generally, people... Songs about dads, you know, in like loving ways, I guess. It's more like the father has already passed away, so they're writing a song about their dad and wanting to know their dad more. Or songs about like they didn't know their dad at all, and they just, um, and it's about them like trying to 
reconcile with the fact that they didn't know their dad or like I don't know so it was so it's like the songs about dads have not been necessarily positive right the only other song that I could think of like right off the top of my head that was like actually about a son and his loving relationship with his dad was Luther Vandross's Dance with My Father um because that is so outside of that like it's like really rare for a male artist to write a song about having a good relationship good healthy relationship with their dad and like understanding like their dad and okay I'm stop saying dad but um so the point is I thought it was absolutely beautiful that he decided to write a song about his father Mm -hmm. and add it to his first mini album and I was just like wow like I don't know it's just really beautiful and I just I had to put it as a favorite song because I was just like like I don't know like the fact that he added it to his first mini album like I don't know I just thought that was that was really um a really really um precious um tribute mm-hmm. so now we're gonna talk about the music video and he released a music video for the song Rose um Amber what did you think about Rose um I thought it was and colorful um I loved how there were elements of like hand-drawn animation but also including like paint it was like paint kind of as well at some parts like um, with the tree and then the fire hydrant, those two really stick out to me. I thought that throughout like the whole music video, he was so wrapped up in his love, um, I guess for the person, and then also like listening to music because he had um, headphones in, so he really didn't realize like all the dangers that were really around him, like with the tree falling and um, when the people were robbing the cafe um, and the lights exploding. But I also thought it was cute how like for the part with the lights exploding, I noticed that sometimes they made it look like as if it were like fireworks in a way and so it just reminds me of like um when you watch movies or you hear people talk they're like oh when you're in love like everything just seems so like rainbow and butterfly everything just seems okay so like I don't know just like seeing like the dangers turned into maybe something that would have been positive like you know fireworks are so cute or like they're like beautiful and so to see that I just thought it was really good and it kind of went with the vibe of the song um so yeah, and it was just him riding a bike. So I thought that was just so cute. And yeah, that's all I had to say about the music video. Um, Okay, yeah, I agree. It was just a cute video. I thought it was cute, him riding the bike with the headphones. And part of me was like, is that like a dangerous like thing to do? But I don't know. I don't really ride bikes. So, but I'm sure people ride bikes with headphones on. But anyways, that was a side like thought I had um but I thought but I agree that I like the um like the hand-drawn animations at certain points Mm -hmm. really because I feel like if if it didn't have that extra pop or something to make it different it would have been a very simplistic music video Mm -hmm. so that helped (laughs) and it was really (laughs) creative and cute um the part where he was where some of the people I didn't realize anything was going like was wrong or out of the ordinary until he was in the cafe and I saw and then in the background there were people robbing. I had to rewind it a few times because I was like, is someone robbing the place? <laughs> and he's just sitting there? So, 
it was just funny. It's, it's funny because um with the hand drawn animations, like it didn't even look like didn't even look like that tense of a situation. Yeah. It made it look like 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 you said, it made it look like um because you were saying uh, no I was saying how it just felt I guess I guess overall what I was saying without going deeply into what I just said was that um it just made everything feel light you know yeah 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 I feel like you said something about like it being like brightly colored I don't know maybe you didn't say that but but it felt like like they made it seem like a light like it was a light music video with like the hand and hand drawn like the animations and things and so I didn't realize and that's why I didn't realize that people were actually robbing this the bakery <laughs> in the background um but yeah it was just funny how he was oblivious to all of the chaos that was going on around him because he was so in love um that's all I had is there anything else you were gonna you want to say about the music video? Um, I did have one question because I was thinking about it, and then in the cafe, did it look like he was in another country? Was he supposed to be like in another country, or was he supposed to be Korean? Because they were foreigners, weren't they? Yeah, and it looked like it was all foreigners in the cafe. Bay. I could be mistaken. I might have to go back and relook at it, but that's what it looked like to me. So I was wondering if maybe he was like in a different country or not. Maybe, maybe or did he did he film? I would be filmed in a different country. I do remember the only, only couple I can remember was the couple like I think on his right, and it looked like they were um white. Mm-hmm. I can't remember anyone else's like faces in the music video at all well maybe not because i remember there was a part where there was a bunch of school kids running past oh them, yeah and i think they were korean i could have been wrong but um yeah so maybe not maybe i don't know i don't know anyway that's all maybe i have to they... say about the music video okay yeah i think maybe they were in korea i do remember the little kids mm-hmm. um and they do they did look like they were korean students anyways okay um all right so now we're gonna move into our overall thoughts about the album so amber what were your overall thoughts um this is an amazing first album i really enjoyed it like i said i loved all of the songs normally i feel like i only like I, I, I like most songs, but then there's like a few that I'm just like, oh, this wasn't needed. But I feel like this whole album was needed. He did really good at choosing the songs that he put on there. Um, it was interesting in the diversity of languages that he used on the album. You know, he had Korean, English, and Spanish. And I wonder if there will be more languages maybe um, when it comes to future albums. You know, I hope people saw more. Um, so I really love to see that. And I'm really excited to see what's next because I think his vocals are so amazing. And yeah, and I don't know. When I was listening to this album, I was like, ooh. Like every time I was like, oh, ooh, oh, oh. And then it got to the Spanish song and I was like, oh, that's what we're doing. That's that's how that's how this is going. Okay, because like the English song, like I know most of the most of the times, sometimes like Korean artists will do like a just like translated version of another song on the album. So I mean that wasn't too much of a shocker, but I did appreciate it. Um, but 
I don't know the Spanish one. Yeah, that that really took me for a turn because I don't know. That just doesn't seem like something that they've done. Like I I don't know. This might be bad, but I would expect that from someone like Card. You know what I mean? But mm. Dio, I was like, oh, okay, you over here surprising me. So yeah, I'm really excited um, to see what's next and love the album. That's all I have to say. Okay, so for my overall thoughts, you know, I don't think I was, I wasn't surprised that he did a song in Spanish because I believe EXO had done a, um, I believe they had done a cover of an existing Spanish song before live. Um, but so I wasn't, and so I wasn't surprised that he did a Spanish song, but I was surprised that he released a Spanish song or translation of one of his Korean songs into Spanish um, as part of, like, an album. Um, And I don't know, I wonder why he... I guess so, I thought it was really impressive, and I like that he did do, like, multiple songs in... Or he did, like, multiple versions of songs, so, like, he had English, Korean, and Spanish on the album. Mm -hmm. I was also wondering, I don't know if this has anything to do with like was he trying to like get on like multiple charts like is that i'm just wondering what the reasoning for it was Mm -hmm. um or is it just like to show like hey i can do it all i don't know (laughs) um but i thought it was a really great and kind of smart i guess that he did a mini album when with different um in different languages um, cause it shows his range, like, I don't know, I guess it kind of shows that he can sing in multiple languages. I don't know. But, um, outside of that, I thought it was a perfect first album for him. Normally I'm not really into like the ballad type of songs mm-hmm. that artists do, but Dio is just different. You know, his voice is just different (laughs) so so, I don't know I feel like I don't know I just I really love his voice and so I feel like anything he puts out I'm probably gonna love um but I also just really liked overall how the songs on this album were just generally very positive and comforting and soothing like it wasn't sexy it wasn't like you know, necessarily, like, it wasn't, okay, I was just gonna say, so it wasn't, like, sexy, and it wasn't, like, um, not depressing, but, like, sometimes I feel like artists have songs that are, like, that show, you know, like, that say, you know, I was going through a hard time, and this is what I was going through, and whatever, whatever, mm-hmm. like, I felt like none of these songs were like that, which I kind of appreciate, because sometimes you just, you just want to vibe, and sometimes you just want to love, you know? Yeah. And, like, I feel like this was, like, that type of album, and I just thought it was really nice, I, and so, yeah, um, but I also found it really interesting, just in general, like, outside of this album, that it's interesting how, like, the EXO members, they're all of their solo works that I've heard this far are like either on two different spectrums where like it's either like they go the R&B route and go like very like, I don't know, very R&B and like, I don't know, very R&B or they go like in a very like ballady side. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. never like in the middle. And I was just wondering 
because we we kind of already texted about this before but i just it's just interesting how it's never like in the middle like it's never like pop but i'm wondering if because as a group they do pop music for like a living maybe they get tired of doing that and these solo projects are their outlets to do different genres of music that they enjoy or enjoy listening to so i just thought that was i think that's very interesting okay well that's the episode um just a reminder we have changed our posting schedule for now to every other wednesday so the next time we will release an episode will be august 18th um please share your thoughts about the topics that we talked about today um if you you know if you like some of the the new releases or new album or whatever. Um, if you like the R&B version of PTD, how you felt about Simone Biles, you know, all that good stuff. Um, you can chat with us on Twitter, Instagram, and SpeakPipe. Um, if you guys don't know, SpeakPipe is where you can leave a voice message. So that's quick and simple. Um, the links are in the description. As always, if you like the episode and want to hear more, please subscribe to the podcast. Thank you for listening and stay safe because things are starting to get crazy out there again and we will talk to you later